This is Cultivating Convos with the Ohio Department of Agriculture. And it's fun to have everyone else kind of get a little insight into what we do. Farmland forever. Actually, that was the next question I was going to ask you. Shelby, <laughs> let's wrap <laughs> this thing up. <laughs> Welcome everyone to Cultivating Convos. I'm here, Shelby Croft, along with Megs. We're back, as always, every week, hitting you with some knowledge. Thanks for listening. This week, we are not only hitting people with knowledge, we have we have a new member, new team we member. Do. We do. It's very exciting. And he is on with us right now. Brian Levin, welcome. Well, thank you. Glad to uh, glad to be a part of this and the wonderful communications group at the Ohio Department of Agriculture. So Brian is, uh, you all remember Katie. So he, after Katie left, Brian is uh, coming in to take over her duties. So he will be a part of our of our program every week, which we're very happy about. And uh, Brian is what's known as the public information officer in in our office, which so he handles and a lot of the meeting, a lot of other other things, um, videos, etc. So yeah. welcome, yeah. Brian. We're so happy you're here. Oh, thank you. I am ecstatic to be here. Yeah, from Columbus, spent the last eight years in, in Idaho, but it is so good to be back and uh, and I'm excited to hit the ground running with everyone. So you've had four days now at the Department of Agriculture. What do you think? Oh, man. Oh, my. <laughs> Oh, the spot. It's you know what it's just and I, I'm sure it's been said so many times. It's like you think agriculture and it's just one thing in a lot of people's heads. There's so many different divisions and it covers so much ground. I mean, figuratively and literally that uh, you know it's hard to wrap your head around in just four days. But I'm meeting as many people as possible and learning about what's done, not just here in, in the Reynoldsburg campus, but all across the state. And it's it's awesome everything that that's happening uh, all throughout the Buckeye State. Yeah, ag's pretty cool. And like you said, I don't think a lot of people know what encompasses um, just the work that encompasses ODA. And it's quite a bit. And we're glad that you have email this week. So (laughs) (laughs) took it took a few days, took a few days, but we threw you into enough other things. Let's see. You did a meat processing tour with director. Mm -hmm. Um, You've met with like all of the division chiefs at ODA, which has been great. And you got to take part in one of our favorite things. Yes. Dishing with Dorothy. Yeah, that was a blast. So we got to go out to, uh, was it the Ohio Poultry Association? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Director Dorothy Planda just, I don't know, wowed me just, not just the conversation, it's hard to multitask, but I mean, high level questioning, high level thinking, and also the food turned out wonderful. So uh, I can't wait to see Megan do all the editing with it. At least I'm hoping all of it doesn't, you know, asked me to do some, but uh, yeah, it was a fantastic time. And this one was fun because we were not only at the Poultry Association, but um, the Ohio Pork Council joined us uh, yeah. to make a delightful meal, which we'll keep under wraps for a little bit, but uh, it, it, it will go well with Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, that was great. And the dessert from Ohio Poultry was Unreal. on point. Unreal. It was wonderful. So... All right, and since uh, we love to talk about food, we know, and everything that pairs with food, uh, let's get to the heart of the program. Let's do it. So Megs, we are talking about another one of our favorite things, not cheese. Of course, well, it pairs well with cheese and that's wine. 
Exactly, exactly. We we love to talk about wine, and we are so fortunate that we work so closely uh, mm-hmm. with Ohio Wines and Ohio Prep. Yes, and we have two of just those people on with us today. We have Ashley McDonald and Christy Eckstein on with us um, to chat wines because we all participated in um, a little event beforehand just so we could talk about it specifically on Cultivating Convos. Exactly. And uh, this has to do with Christy specifically. Uh, She holds virtual wine tasting. So we thought, what a better way to find out about this than have comms and markets do a wine tasting. So that's exactly what we did. Thanks, Christy. Thanks for allowing us to show you how our virtual tastings occur. Yeah, it was it was really cool. We had a good time. Um, Obviously, this is done virtually. So I guess, Christy, if you just want to start off with how it works and what we did. And we do want to say, though, before we before we launch into that, we did this on our own time. This is we. This was an after work, off the know, clock, off the clock, got together to do this. So uh, it was fun. Had a little social hour with with our office. Yeah. So um, this is a series of virtual tastings that we are doing, and so this one is going to be held on April fourteenth, and it's going to focus on rosés and charcuterie. So we're going to ask our attendees to either select their favorite rosés or purchase four of the Ohio rosés that we're going to feature, ranging from dry to sweet, um, so that, you know, there's a taste for everyone there. And then pairing that with your favorite charcuterie board or food. So we have a great Ohio Proud partner who's working with us to North Country Charcuterie. So we're excited to be using Ohio wines, Ohio cheeses, meats, fruits, and snacks in this tasting that's going to happen from 6 to 7 o'clock where we'll just kind of walk you through those food and wine pairings and how a wine tasting actually can happen. Let me toss to Ashley really quickly. Um, If you could just give us a once over of Ohio Proud just to explain, you know, why we're bringing in somebody. Yeah, sure. So, hey, y'all, I'm Ashley with Ohio Proud. Um, We represent growers, processors, producers in Ohio that are making a product that's at least 50% raised, grown, or processed in the state. So Christy was fortunate enough to involve us in the charcuterie portion of her event. Um, We are working with North Country Charcuterie out of Columbus, Ohio, and they are really great in that a lot of, most of what they offer is meats, but then they also partner with a lot of local businesses throughout Ohio. um, That are making really fantastic products. So they work with several Ohio proud partners. Um, They work with uh, Belisari's out of Columbus. They make a fantastic blue cheese, honey, and shallot spread. I actually have a jar of it in my office. It's fantastic. Um, They work with Urban Stead Cheese out of um, Cincinnati, and they make lots of fabulous cheeses. I know Megan can back me up on that. Um, And then they've got several other great Ohio companies that they add to their charcuterie boards. So we're excited to be able to highlight them for this event. And I will be raiding Ashley's office directly after this. <laughs> yeah, how is that spread still in existence? <laughs> Seriously, I can't believe you just told us this. <laughs> well, they actually make, I just, when I talked to Duncan this morning from North Country, they actually make one of their meats too, using an Ohio wine. So um, they, they actually use some of the other food and agricultural products in their own products. So that's exciting to see how they're cross-promoting as well. 
Great combos. So let's let's set the stage here for how we did this. Um, and all of us participated here uh, and we each got a wine. And uh, why don't we go through the wines that we that we got and kind of talk about that? Christy, can you explain? Yeah, so we started with um, all of these wines, one gold or double gold medals in the Ohio wine competition and three of the four are part of our Ohio quality wine program meaning that they're made from a minimum of 90 percent Ohio grown grapes so we started with the bent ladder rosé out of Doylestown which is a drier rosé and then moved into Stony Ridge Frontenac rosé which is a medium dry red made from Frontenac grapes they're located up in Bryan, Ohio. And then we finished with Red's Sweet Rosé from Louvabella Winery in Louisville. And then we actually had a sparkler um, from Lorello Vineyards up in Geneva that is 50% Chardonnay and 50% Pinot Noir. But um, the great thing about a tasting is, is sometimes you learn that, hey, maybe that's going to be a great one for our summer sips. And we're going to focus on adding a fourth one um, called Emma's Blush from Kasichik Vineyards out of Geneva in our rosé tasting. So that's that's the great thing. There's no wrong answer, but we were able to try different varieties, see which ones are going to kind of fit where and then how we can promote them throughout the year. Well, let me say this, then let's do another one when you when you do the future tasting because I enjoy the sparkler. So I'll have it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I think gonna summer sips is going to be a fun one with all different kinds of wines. Sparkling wines are always popular. Yes. Yes. Megs, what did you have? I had the Reds Sweet Rosé, and I, I went into it with an open mind because I'm not a huge fan of sweet wines, um, but I, I could definitely taste strawberry. That was probably the strongest flavor that came through for me on that. Brian, what did you have? Several sips. You know, I, I mainly remember I had the one from Brian, Ohio, which made sense. Uh, the Stony Ridge one, and I don't know, I'm not the biggest wine drinker. I don't even know if I've ever had rosé, uh, but I found it delightful. <laughs> rosé all let's, day. Let's note that Brian was hiding in his, his basement so that his wife didn't know that he was doing this. <laughs> all, all I said was I had a meeting after work. I did not say the, I did not say the premise. She was stuck with the kids. I was on a call, <laughs> but she had a glass later. So all good, day. good. Shared the wealth. And Ashley, um, I had the sparkling, and it was, it was interesting. It probably wasn't my personal favorite, but I think that brings up a great topic that we talked about during our conversation when we were sampling all of these. Is that sometimes what you think you might like or be partial to, you might sample it and decide that it's not right for you so we go we talk about all the times that people order might order a dry and it may not be their favorite and they might all of a sudden after sampling a couple decide that they lean more sweeter to like a semi-sweet or even a, just a sweet wine in general so mm -hmm. I, that is always an interesting experience for me is and i think that's why flights are important because you get to sample a different kinds and figure out what if your taste may be changing or if there's just one that you're not a fan of, you can move on and sample the next one. Yeah, I think I, I tend to lean more towards the drier reds for me. Yeah, same, same. So, and I think you brought up, that brings up a good point, Ashley, I think about the tasting in general. It, it's so interesting to me how much education there is. You know, usually you just pour a glass of wine and you drink it. You know, when, but when you do a tasting, you get to learn so much more about the actual wine, 
its characteristics and, you know, the food that you eat with it. And Christy, I mean, that's, this is something that you are so good at talking about. Yeah, so I mean, the one thing we do want to like caution everyone on is that wine is approachable. Um, it shouldn't be intimidating. So there's something for everyone, whether you like sweet or dry, white or red, and it really can depend upon the occasion or the food that maybe you're enjoying with it. So um, the first thing you really, you know, we walk them through is they're looking at it, it's sight. So what that wine, does it look visually appealing? Is it, you know, clear? Is it the color that you kind of expect it to be? And then you're doing the aroma or smelling. So do you um, pick up those subtle hints of like strawberry or a peach or whatever the, the characteristics of that variety might be? And then you're going to sip it or swirl it within your mouth. And before just swallowing, you're going to, you know, have that mouth feel, that experience. Does it kind of bubble? Does it have a, an aftertaste that you like? Um, you know, how does it kind of linger in your mouth? And then the great thing is, is also pairing it with food. So charcuterie, I think, is one of the best uh, pairings that you can actually use with wine because there's so many options on that board from savory to sweet. There's that salty. So you've got meat and fruits and uh, cheeses and all kinds of great things that you can pair with it. So that's the great thing about wine, I think, is that it should be very approachable. Drink what you um, and it may not be the same thing all the time. So even if you think, like Megan said, hey, I typically don't like dry or I don't like sweeter wines, but this one was was good. Um, go ahead and give it a try, like Ashley said, because that's what a tasting is all about, to kind of expand your palate and figure out the different varieties. Again, there's something for everyone. Yeah, and that tasting um, was really helpful to have you on, Christy, because, you know, she walked us through, smell it, look at it first, smell it next, swirl it around, <laughs> um, take a sip and, you know, see what you taste. I believe it would stick your nose completely in the glass, as <laughs> I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you do have to do, and that's part of the reason why we switched from the sparkler to um, the Emma's blush now is just the color it wasn't your typical color of a rosé. It wasn't that pink kind of light color. And that's doesn't mean that it was a bad wine at all. But again, there's expectations that people have when they're tasting a particular variety or, you know, of wine. And so we wanted to, to balance that out. But it's also a great opportunity to talk about how color really doesn't matter. It's more the combination of grapes and the way they're, the wine is made. So, Christy, why don't you uh, tell everyone how they can get involved with this tasting and, and the details. So they can, um, we'll have a link that we'll be sending out or you can contact me directly through email at Christy, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y dot Eckstein, E-C-K-S-T-E-I-N at A-G-R-I dot Ohio dot gov. And we can email you the link to the team's meeting so you can join us from six to seven on the 14th. Um, ahead of time, we will send you your little tasting sheet as well as a shopping list so that you can go purchase the wines we'll be tasting or wines of your own choice. And then everyone will have the opportunity to kind of share what they're tasting, what their likes and dislikes are, and also give us topics for future virtual tastings that we'll be doing throughout the year. Awesome. Thanks, Christy. We had so much fun and we do hope that, you know, us going through it <laughs> will have... I shouldn't say going through it, but us trying it will uh, encourage others to do the same because it was awesome.
Absolutely. It was just a fun way to kind of spend an evening and I could see, uh, you know, get some of your friends together and hop on. Sounds great. Well, thanks, Christy and um, Ashley and Brian. We appreciate all of your input. Thank you for having us be a part of the program and we're excited to have everyone join us in April. Yes, thanks guys. All right, Megs and Brian, that was fun. Very mm -hmm. fun. We should do more really of those. I know, I know. I hope people join. I know they have been. So um, we'll post some links, get you hooked up. Yeah. And next week we have something to look forward to. We have a really, really positive announcement coming out of our Asian Longhorn Beetle program. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Um, we're going to have a big event coming up too. So we're trying to keep some things under wraps, but we want to tell you about some of it. So, And I think Brian's sitting over here going, what's the Asian Longhorn Beetle? Yeah. Googling now. <laughs> Just now the ALB is a long, long drive. <laughs> <laughs> All good. You will, you will learn soon enough. So, well, thanks everyone for listening and we will see you back here next week. Cultivating Convos is created by ODA's communications team. Make sure to hit subscribe to get the latest episodes in your feed and like ODA on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for up-to-date news about agriculture in Ohio.